0: Hi everyone, welcome to the Renaissance Project, a Black girl's movement. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Chase Clark, and I'm thrilled to have you join me on this journey of liberation and conversation. Hi family, I hope, hope, hope you all are well on this fine Thursday, I almost said Friday, fine Thursday. This is your temporary hostess with the mostest, Chase, and I'm back with some special guests. Together, we are here to close out the Love Letter series with a bang. Now, normally, you may be used to hearing me do all the talking, but I'm turning over my hostess role to Miss Stephanie and Mr. Cody. Now, you may remember Miss Stephanie a few episodes back, but now you're able to see her in a totally different light with her fiance, Cody. I've known Miss Stephanie for some time now, and Cody was a more recent addition to my life, but I love, love, love having them both in my life as individuals, And as a duo, they are stupendous. I can't wait for you guys to hear their story and all of their funny jokes and (laughs) et cetera, et cetera. Um, I knew that they would be the perfect closers for this series, so I won't hold you any longer. Without further ado, here they are.
1: So, honey, how did we first meet?
2: Well, that's not a short answer. (laughs) I
1: love
3: this story.
2: So... We had a psychology class together at UNC Charlotte. Um, I sat, I guess, well, technically, I guess we both sat in the front row or second to the front row. And uh, just uh, one chair apart, so there's a girl in between us. And uh, so every morning I got there early and saw you walk in and then... uh, the benefit of that is I got to see you leaving too. It's <laughs> the coming and going.
1: Okay.
2: <laughs> and um, so that's kinda how that going. It's small talk in between randomly and then uh
3: But we didn't really know each other.
2: No, not really. And then we became Facebook friends at some point.
1: Yeah, somehow.
2: I probably added you. And then um Let's see, then we had a run in at my apartment that day we were out there.
3: Because I was meeting a friend.
2: Yeah, you were met Farah, and uh, I was out on the balcony smoking a cigar. And uh, so that's kind of a funny story, too. Um, I hurried up and, like, took my jacket off and sprayed some cologne and got fresh and snuck out the door. And, uh, and there she was, and I said, hey, how you doing? And she looked at me like, hi. I'm like, this guy looks familiar, but I don't really know you and uh and so that was that story um and then fast forward about five years four years from there and i slid in the dms on facebook and then um
3: respectfully
2: yeah respectfully and then you respectfully reply on about two three weeks later (laughs) and uh and then boom Exchanged a few messages and exchanged numbers and, uh, and then.
3: Now we're getting,
2: now we're getting, now we're
3: getting married. Getting
2: married. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how that went. Yeah. So how about we go question for question? Like you go to the go. That sounds good. All right. So, um, uh, so Stephanie, what was our first date?
3: So our first date was at actually my favorite restaurant in High Point. And you planned the date. And you had no idea it was my favorite restaurant, no, and it was a memory imprinted. <laughs> and then we had such a good conversation. I was like, "Look, what's, what's next? And you didn't have anything planned <laughs> next. But I was like, "Well, okay, well, we should go to um the High Point Park, and we ended up going there, and it started thundering. And um, I was like, well, wasn't it thundering or lightning or something? Mm-hmm. There was a storm coming. And I was like, I need to get back to my dog.
2: I think you just wanted to get back to your
3: dog. Uh, <laughs> I think it storm. Maybe I use that as an excuse. There's <laughs> a
2: storm coming. Maybe.
3: And I was like, I need to get back to my dog. She's afraid. Um, so but our first day was really good. We had great conversation and I left thinking, huh, this guy's pretty, pretty interesting, but he's really nice. And I felt comfortable with you. Is that about it for our first date? Yes. You were nervous.
2: Just maybe just a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But then you had me on my heels when you were like, so what's next? Mm -hmm. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) "Nothing."
3: Oh, goodness. So, um, Ooh, okay. This is a good one. That is, um, great to
1: follow up after our first date. What did you notice about me that sparked your interest?
2: I don't know, I, I really don't know. Um, I think it was just a number of things. I think it was like, just intrigued about like who you were at a deeper level. Cause I mean, like I really didn't know you that well outside of the fact that pretty early on I found out you were gluten-free, vegetarian, <laughs> and, and you didn't drink. So I was, <laughs> <laughs> gotta find out what the hype is about here. <laughs> and, um, no, I think th- I think in the beginning the interest was more like okay, had a big time crush on her in college. Let's figure out who she is as an individual because you seem nice and bubbly and sparkly. So, um,
3: and sparkly too.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you have a kind of a, a good aura about you. So, uh, mm-hmm. so just curious about what that was, and just to kind of see like was it just like a she's hot kind of deal for, <laughs> or she is hot inside as she is outside. So, mm-hmm. um, so I would say that's kind of... I don't think it was one thing in general. I think it was just a lot of curiosities at once. Cool. So, I'll take it. Yeah. So, um so, ooh, this is a good one. So when did you know you wanted to be in a relationship with me?
3: So... This I think I've told you this, but I'm not completely sure. Um, after our first date, okay, actually pause. Before we went on our first date, I knew that you had a child and for some reason that did not like scare me. Like I didn't have any weird um hesitations or like fear from the get-go. And I was like, why do I not? <laughs> <laughs> And so I decided to go on that first date, but then after, um, after our first date, you asked me like pretty serious questions about your situation that made me feel comfortable with you being very like open and, um, like thought provoking and like future planning. And so that was, that just striked me as just like thoughtful and, um, that just made me want to like explore you a little bit more. And so I was like, huh, he could actually be like my for everything. I don't know.
2: <laughs> I was dateable.
3: You're dateable. You're dateable. You were different. And I appreciated how you like treated me and you were kind and respectful. And um even though like most women expect that out of a uh, a man, it's not always seen like on the first date. Like, most, most of the time on the first date, they just want to, like, show off, you know? Mm-hmm. But you were just yourself, and you were respectful and kind, and you've been that same person each time. So it was consistent, and so that, I like consistency.
2: <laughs> I think I asked you at the end of the first date, like, so what do you think, Steph? Do I, yeah. do I have too much going?
3: You did. And I was like, whoa, mm-hmm. can't believe you just asked me that. feel like you just asked me to marry him.
2: That's literally what you said. I can't believe. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. But uh, I appreciated that because you didn't want to waste your time and you didn't want to waste my time. And I was like, okay, this is cool. I like that. So
1: I think that answers the question. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. How do you think
3: the different experiences of our life
1: has prepared us, has prepared you to love me? Hmm. Mm. What
2: I think it's a lot of things. I mean, I think it's um, I think it's just growing as an individual, right? Like <clears throat> you know, being in various relationships, having various uh, experiences and opportunities, kind of kind of mold you into who you are in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. And then I think you just hit a point where you know what you don't want for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, things, there are certain things that you definitely want for sure. And then I think it's finding someone where it's not, uh, like a, a lust situation where it's more of a, a genuine want to get to know this person, uh, able to form a, uh, a, f- a friendship with this person and kind of learning like what that is, right? Like, like, yeah, physical attraction can get you, you know, in the door, so to speak, but then like, do you guys have enough in common to learn and, and, and are okay to mm-hmm. to learn from one another um, and accept each other for who you are as individuals and and then also the things that you have in common. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think kind of all those different things for me kind of played a big role in, in knowing that, okay, this is someone that I have enough in common with where we can, we can enjoy certain things together. And then Mm. there's a lot of differences between the two of us where we can enjoy things separately and still be okay with that. Which I think is is pretty important, (laughs) right? Yeah. Um, And then I think a lot of things, you know, you never were like, like nagging or like, yeah, if you want to go do that, go do your thing of being Uber supportive and and just kind of again basing off past experiences, just knowing that it's great to have someone in your corner supporting you uh, that you can you know talk through things with without having a fear of judgment judgment yeah you know so just being comfortable you know being uncomfortable or yeah or even vulnerable to a degree and yeah. Yes, where
3: where we can be like tough on one another too—not like in a bad way, but like we can keep it really, honey. Maybe that wasn't the best thing to say, or right. We can revisit. We can also revisit conversations and redirect
2: to right, right. So, so yeah, for me, I think it's just at the end of the day, knowing knowing what I didn't want, knowing what I wanted, and then and then you being who you are. able to just engage you in a, in just that, in, in that light of, hey, this is who I am, kind of take it or leave it, kind (laughs) of, you know, and you were just like, fantastic, and then,
3: I'm the same way.
2: Yeah, and then, and then together, and we're able to learn stuff together, too, it's not like a, like a one-sided thing, where, you know, you have all the answers, and it's me asking all the questions, or vice versa, so, uh, so yeah, I don't know if that answers the question. 100. Yeah, no,
3: you think? And your experiences shape you.
2: Yeah. Um, okay. So kind of the the other side of that is, uh, how have you grown as a person from when we first met, and then kind of part two is how have I helped with that growth, or 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 have I even helped with that growth?
1: Okay. <laughs> Um, ooh, uh, this one's, like, interesting, I guess. (laughs) I've
3: definitely grown because, you know, when you knew me, I was in college. What year was that when we had that psychology club?
2: It must have been, like, uh, late 2014, maybe early 2015. So junior,
3: my junior year.
2: Yeah, I don't think it was 2013. Okay. (laughs)
3: Yeah, and so I was still going through, like, concussion things then, and I wasn't dating, and like, knew that I didn't want to date. I started dating senior year. But, <laughs> but um through, like, from that moment to where I am now, I'm definitely more, like, aware of my emotions, like, really aware, and I've understood I'm really empathetic and can kind of, Pinpoint, like, when I need help, where I need help a little bit better because I never asked for help during those time. Like, never. Even when we first started dating, I had the hardest time asking for help.
2: And you still kind of do, to a Yeah, degree.
3: but I'm doing a lot better. So I would say I've definitely grown in that department. And you've been really supportive with that because I hated asking for help because when I did and received the help, it was never... Like good enough, <laughs> right. yeah. and so I was like, "Well, if it's not going to be good enough, then I I need to stop asking people to help me because I can just I'm going to ultimately end up doing it myself." So you've helped with being like consistent and saying like I can help, and every time you do help, it's always um, good enough for me. So I appreciate that. Another thing that um you've helped me grow with is like being more patient. And especially with our situation, it's not like your typical boyfriend girlfriend situation. We have other dynamics that we have to consider. So, our conversations are more um, of more substance than just like thinking about just you and I. Right. So, um, patience and like understanding and um, definitely asking for help better. (laughs) So, you've helped me realize those things. But you've also been supportive Um, and also with like friendships, like from college till now, like my friendship dynamic has completely changed. And you know, honey, that's been like Mm -hmm. a roller coaster of emotions. And I'm sure other women can relate to that, too. Like when you get older, like dynamics of friendships, even family, like changes. And so you've been the one thing that's been like a constant. So it's really nice and solid to have someone like that.
1: Hmm. Good to know. Yeah, babe. Good to know.
3: Cool. Okay. I think that answered that question. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, ooh. Am I the partner you imagined when you were 17? Probably not. Probably one like a girl with the big boobs. <laughs> the video vixen.
2: Seventeen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, geez, it's seventeen. I'm, no
3: offense to anyone that has like big boobs or dripping, but like those are beautiful, by the way. Right. But th- <laughs> I just don't.
2: Know. I think at seventeen, I probably wasn't even thinking about the one. I guess at seventeen, yeah. Um. I mean, I was just graduating high school at seventeen. You know. Oh wow! Well, I was yep. just starting starting community college at. At, mm. at 17 so yeah i think at that point it was kind of like uh i i thought i would have many <laughs> <laughs> there was no single one it was uh at that point it was uh,
1: oh
3: my
2: gosh you
3: know, i can how, only imagine
2: it was more like how many versions <laughs> <laughs> And I was just living life and doing my own thing. And,
3: yeah. Oh, yeah, I know.
2: And then a year later, you know, it's kind of different where I thought uh, at one point in time I did find the one. So I was kind of, you know, a complete switch in life. Um yeah. And then in, in that span of time, I learned a lot about myself. Yeah. Um What was part two of that question?
3: There wasn't part two. Um, it was just, um, am I the partner you imagined when you were 17?
2: Yeah. Um. I don't know I don't think so um uh, I mean I can say from from 17 to probably span about five years from then uh I thought I'd never end up with a, a vegetarian um or someone who's gluten-free <laughs> um,
3: or a yoga instructor
2: or a yoga instructor funny. <laughs> uh, um, um no so I guess in a nutshell no yeah um if I had to, if I had to paint a picture, I'd say from, from 17 to probably 22,
3: 23, uh, no.
2: Yeah. Um, especially when we first started dating, because, I mean, you, we were definitely complete opposites.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm ultimate carnivore, I like to have my adult beverages. And then at that point, you weren't drinking at all yeah. month. The diet, <laughs> diet restriction. Um Yeah. So yeah, I mean I
3: But somehow it worked.
2: Somehow it worked because I told myself at some point Tom time, I think I dated two vegetarians and I was like, This is it. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> gonna do this again and then when I learned you were I was like, God
3: so thinks
2: it's vegetarian. Here we go again. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm that's what everybody said. How did you get another one? <laughs> God, I'm not real sure. Um, um but no, it's it's kind of amazing though how uh, opposites attract.
1: Um, yeah,
3: are we really the opposite?
2: In a lot of ways. In a lot, of ways, yeah, a lot of ways, we have
3: very similar values. Though I think that kind of
2: mold it, yeah, keep it together, yeah, you know? for
3: sure. Okay,
2: um, okay. Um, oh, here's a good one. What is your idea of a healthy relationship?
3: <laughs> I feel like I've said a little bit. I've hinted towards it consistency is definitely a big thing for me if you can't be consistent and that's probably why a lot of my like dynamics with like family and friends have changed because if you can't be like consistent then i like automatically just like write you off (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. well not really though because no because even as inconsistent as some people are in your life you're like consistently i'm
3: a second chance checking
2: in on them you you're like a multi-chancer
3: yeah, I'm a multijentist.
2: Yes. Yeah.
3: Yes. I'm consistent. Definitely. So it's hard to break that consistency. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. So a healthy relationship, I do value consistency, strong values, um, honesty. And I want someone that can tell me when I'm wrong to you. So I want like transparency and um, fun. Like we have to have fun together if I'm... Not excited to hang out with you with just us. Then I really don't want you. <laughs> but we have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah,
3: we joke and laugh and um.
2: Until you tell me to stop joking on. Huh?
3: Okay, sometimes you <laughs> go a little too strong, and I can't keep up. Uh,
2: yeah, kind of go. On?
3: Yeah, I'm not a jokester, but I try to keep up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think those are the big things. Everything else will fall into place. But consistency is kind of a big deal for me, mm-hmm. I think um, yeah, for sure. what about you? I'm interested in them. I know that's not one of your questions, but
2: no it's a good it, you? yeah, no, it's a good way to flip it. I just um
3: it's what's a healthy
2: relationship yeah, healthy relationship um I think it's I think it's a lot of the things that you mentioned consistency I think um there's a lot of um. Compromise.
1: Oh yeah,
3: that that's a great. To, that
2: com- has to, to exist in, for a relationship to to grow and stay healthy. Um, being open minded is, I think, is another one. Um, I think um, and always willing to put forth. And I think effort and maybe
3: yeah. And and I think sure. effort is
2: different from consistency because I mean you can consistently be <laughs> bad at things, right? But yeah. Um, But, you know, I think if your significant other, you know, says, hey, you know, I really need support in this or I really need support in that or Mm -hmm. or ask your opinion, I think instead of just going, whatever you think, or you know, I think just putting in that effort to actually understand them, understand their perspective um, and even playing devil's advocate, you know, um, goes a long way in. Just saying, well, hey, role
3: playing situations,
2: yeah. yeah, here's the other side of the coin. So, um, yeah, I think those few things really just help bring things together because you know, I feel like if you can be consistent, but if you're not putting in the effort to to make the relationship push forward and pushing each other to grow as individuals as as, as well as a couple, I mean, yeah, you're just gonna stay stagnant. Uh. And the next thing you know. Yeah, yeah and then the next thing you know it's it's too late. You know, you, <laughs> you know, miss the boat. Yeah. Um
3: we've missed those days or we could move like we do now.
2: Yeah. yeah. So uh so yeah, those are just a few things I think about right off the bat. Yeah. Um that that are pretty important.
3: Cool. Okay. Well here's your real question. Okay. Um Oh, ooh, this one should be fine. <laughs> what are your favorite qualities of mine? And then it says, "What is your link's favorite?" That's optional. Uh, uh,
2: we're gonna address it all. That's
3: optional.
2: Uh, no, <laughs> take the good and the bad. But,
1: I know. I
3: know.
2: Um,
1: favorite qualities. Um,
2: I like the fact that you, you're very organized. Because, uh, I'm, I think in a lot of ways I'm not organized, like, uh, I'm very, you know, like a leaf blowing in the wind kind of thing, go with mm-hmm. the flow and, yes, I, you know, I, I do remember a lot of things. That's your tagline. It, but it Wait,
3: is. I'm a leaf
2: bled. It is.
3: Like if you were a real house man of whatever, of Greensboro or whatever, not being a what you tagline.
2: Yeah. Um. Yeah, because I really like the organization part of you oh. um and liking a plan for everything, but that's also like a like a bad quality <laughs> of yours as well. Is is sometimes it's nice to not have any plan. Yeah. Um, and I think we learned that the first time we went on vacation together. It, yeah. And I think that was something that was real hard for you to grasp of not having an itinerary, not having a here's what we're doing at eight thirty. Yeah. Eight thirty breakfast, nine o'clock, yoga, ten o'clock beach yeah, I
3: like structure
2: yeah, so I think I think it's a, it's a good thing and a bad thing because you kind of kind of gotta be able to function in both environments and it's nice to just have a time where you don't have anything to do or mm-hmm. no structure um some other qualities super sweet um uberly thoughtful, um very caring of others and just concerned about making sure people are doing well. And, and again, which is opposite of me because, you know, I, I think I am thoughtful, but, but to a degree, um, you know, I care about the people that, that care about me versus like you care about people who may not care so much about you or like, uh, get involved in where, like the Russia, Ukraine thing right now, like, like that low key drives you nuts. Cause you just wish you were a wonder woman can go over there and I- squash everything. But, I um, wish
3: I was on the Kingsman.
2: But yeah, yeah. Um, so all those are great qualities. And, and it's sometimes, I, again, I think it's kind of that same quality as uh, it gives you anxiety because, like, mm-hmm. it's something that's out of your control. Um, and it kind of drives you nuts, which spills over to our relationship in some ways. So then it's kind of like, okay, like, you got to kind of learn, like, to... Uh,
3: separate the things that I can not control them.
2: yeah yeah, yeah just kind of kind of let that go but um yeah those would be some, like some real some real basic qualities mm-hmm. uh that, that I like about you um and then you're good at like telling like like jokes like uh you hey, don't, Aunt, yeah you don't always hit a hundred percent on the jokes but it's the it's the effort
3: I'm so <laughs> glad that this is being recorded <laughs>
2: It's the effort that goes into it, which is cool, because you really do try, and then sometimes I really gotta like some. Of they can jokes. be
3: intellectual sometimes. something.
2: Yeah, like sometimes it's a real stretch, and I kind of gotta, I kind of gotta see it. I go, okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> that was pretty good. Um, and I think the biggest thing is just like you're not scared to to be you, and I think that's um, that's a calling that that not a lot of people have uh, just because it's easier to conform to your environment, right? Like what's going to make me acceptable in this environment. And I think from what I've seen anyway, and just about every environment, you're, you're, you, no matter what. And I think that's, uh, that's something that's just extremely valuable because at the end of the day, you know, in a lot of ways, it's just you, right. And, and a lot of people try to change or manipulate themselves to fit the people that they hang out with or to make sure their family's happy. And then the fact that you're just, you know, you know, guys, this is me. <laughs> you can accept it or not accept it. And, uh, and I think that's just fantastic. So, Thank you. so yeah.
1: say see for soon.
2: I can be sweet sometime. <laughs> so what, are, uh, so flipping it back, flipping it back here. <laughs>
1: You just had
3: to do it. Yeah. Okay. I wish this is a time when I wish I could have planned.
1: Mm, no. Nah.
3: And could write it down. Mm. But um, okay, from the cuff. Mm. I do love your jokes. Your jokes are way better than mine. <laughs> I love your work ethic. You're, um, even though you say you're not organized, you are very goal oriented. And typically when you have a goal, you reach it. Like, you know the steps it takes to get there, and you do a really good job of achieving them. So I appreciate that about you, but I also admire that about you. Um, you're also a really great dad, not only to Miss Emory, but to Camille, too. So you're a great fur daddy, too. Um, everyone loves your personality, but I love it, too. It's thoughtful. It's kind. Um, And then you're also really tough on yourself. I would say that's my least favorite about you. Like you are, I thought I was tough on myself. You were like times 10. (laughs) You're so tough. And I think that just comes from your life experiences and where you want to see yourself um, in the future. I feel like you're just so tough on yourself because you want to be where you want to be in your future, Um, which is admirable, but also can be like, um, can be an obstacle for you sometimes.
2: Yeah, I could agree. Yeah, yeah I think just recently I've been starting to notice that. It, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, And then
3: um, we, I feel like we get along really well with like our health and fitness. Like we, I feel like we encourage each other on that. Mm. And that's a great characteristic. I know you didn't say that about me, but.
2: Yeah. Well, I just really like you're not that girlfriend or fiance that Follows the guy around in the gym.
3: Oh my goodness.
2: Racking my ways for me and
3: all. No thanks. No. We, so, okay, just backstory. We, when we go to the gym together, we go in together and then we go our separate ways because like we both love to work out on our own.
2: Disappear. <laughs> like, I mean,
3: and we don't see each other, but just, we have the best time.
2: Like, I'll be so- looking around. <laughs> Is she even in me.
3: Yeah, so for an hour, we do our thing, and then we come back together. We're like, did you have a good workout? How would you do? You know, we'll talk about it, but that's kind of our thing. I I don't want you, like, I don't like a partner when I'm working out, so it works out.
2: I mean, the first time we went to uh, the gym together at goals, and the whole time I kept thinking, like, I really hope she doesn't follow me around.
3: (laughs) The little thing.
2: Because I'm really going to get frustrated and just tell her to go get on a trip.
3: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs)
2: like i already had a backup plan and
3: i I was thinking in my head i was like i hope he doesn't think i'm gonna be like asking him for tips and stuff because i really don't need him for
2: that Mm -mm. (laughs) so like it's like a big relief i was like
3: yeah
1: cool okay what's your next question i think it's your turn
2: Um,
1: here you got it um
2: yeah we number five um Am I the partner you imagined when you were
1: 17?
3: <laughs> it's really hard for me to remember those years. So I am guessing that I probably wasn't envisioning you. Um, <laughs> okay. Probably wasn't envisioning you. Probably envisioning some basketball superstar. Because well, I say, played sports.
2: Your parents are probably envisioning the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And we'll leave it at that.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Pick okay. on Yeah.
1: Okay.
3: Um, what, oh, honey, you're like a music jukebox. This will be good for you. Mm-hmm. What song reminds you of me? Oh Lord, I am nervous to hear what comes out your
2: mouth. <laughs> um, it
3: needs to be like PG 13. So a song that everyone can play.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, technically everyone can play any song. Uh, okay. Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't think there's just. I don't think there's just one. Um, there's not like. There's not like one song I go to.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I'd say it's like situational. Like um, mm-hmm. um. So like when I come see you on a weekend, I like. I like. I think of that Zach Brown song OMW.
3: Yeah, my way. I love that.
2: Yeah, I think about that. Um, yeah. And then there's just other songs that when I hear them, I'm like, "Oh, this is pretty, pretty interesting." Like, uh, <laughs> uh for I can't think of any song names particularly, but there's some Zach Brown songs that I like. That I, that I think about you. Um, some Florida Georgia Line songs that I think are, are <laughs> boy as well. Um,
3: Country songs,
2: yeah, yeah, <laughs> um. And sometimes I think, like, uh, like, a, like, if I had met you in a different situation, mm-hmm. like, if you were dating someone else and I met you and and we came pretty tight, like, would would the dilemma song be something uh, I'll, I'll play the blues? <laughs> <laughs> so there's just like these like these non-existent ideas oh that,
3: my that
2: you know, just certain songs I think about. But no, I'd say like there's probably like a solid five songs that like if I if I took. 20 minutes maybe i could probably come up with a solid five that that would probably be good go-tos but um
3: one song that comes to mind like right i don't even know how this happened but right off the top of my head is um joy of my life by chris stapleton
2: yeah a good one i think yeah that's definitely like top two yeah 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 i think we shared a that that the because i've read and that's something cool too that when we started dating i was like oh she listens to chris tableton like all right it's
3: like lord send me someone that likes country music
2: <laughs> well do you know
3: there's so many people in the world who do not like country music i grew
2: up on country.
3: But i didn't grow up on country music but i did grow up listening to literally the opposite of music that my family listened to and they would be like um, no, we don't really want to listen to that on the, on this trip.
2: <laughs> I'd be like four or five years old, sitting in front of the TV, listening to CMT videos. Back when like, uh, she thinks my tractor sexy. was. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah, so anything that came out in like the early nineties. Uh, you know what? Yeah. Like, front to back. Literally by heart. Faith Hill, Tim McGraw, all their old stuff.
3: Yeah, they're they're great.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so what's your question?
3: Oh, I just asked you a question, so now it's your turn. Oh,
2: I keep asking all the questions. Um, um mm. so what experiences and situations in your life have inspired your philosophy of love?
1: I would say the first thing that comes to mind is
3: I've seen what it looks like for for like people to treat each other bad. Um and and that's in like not just like in romantic relationships, but in like even from like movies and like friendships and things like that. But um like compassion, like people not having compassion for others has always like inspired me to love people differently. Um, I don't know, like I can just remember like being in a store and a customer, like, being rude to the clerk or, like, a customer being rude to a waitress, you know what I mean? And, like, just having compassion understanding that everyone is going through something. And so, like, I try to give that same grace in, like, all aspects of love. So that's kind of my philosophy of love in, in general. And I feel like it takes a lot of effort sometimes and energy.
1: <laughs> From here. It's a so very...
3: And maybe that's why sometimes I, like, wear myself out. But um, just, like, going through um, through life and experiencing those moments, but also experiencing, like, injuries has also, like, um, created resilience. And so, like, love can be resilient and compassionate. And so I feel like all of those experiences have just prepared me to love people differently. but better than probably most people
2: mm-hmm.
1: does that make sense
2: yeah i think so just remember that the next time you go in on like a waitress and get your order on. i
3: don't typically do it often it's unless the they go in on me in <laughs> okay that was good. yeah that was good <laughs> that was so good okay uh my turn for you When was the last time you were super upset with me, and how did it get resolved?
1: Mm. Have you ever been like super upset with me? I don't know. I don't think I've been super upset.
2: Uh, I mean, I think there's been times I've definitely been frustrated. Yeah, definitely frustrated. but I think at some point we always just talk through it. At some point, whether we talk about it in the moment or we talk about it later, yeah, um, it always always comes up. But I ain't been, I haven't been real mad yet.
1: Yet, <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh,
3: we're not married yet. Yeah, so. yeah,
2: <laughs> I'm been pretty good at keeping the Hulk contained. <laughs> I like guess just being mad all the time. Really.
3: How do we resolve it though? Can you like speak to that a little bit? I so, feel like we do a good job at resolving conflict.
2: We normally talk about it at some point. Uh, I mean, you get way more upset with me than,
1: uh, yeah.
3: than
2: I do with you. So I think it's, uh, mm-hmm. you do pretty good at saying like, hey, I just need a minute. And then I just kind of let you, I uh, just say whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and i let you do your thing. And then when you're ready to talk about it, we talk about it. And then
3: yeah, uh, we listen.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we do listen, and uh, and sometimes it's not a quick, sometimes it's a quick resolve, sometimes it's not a quick resolve, sometimes it, it lingers for a few days or a week or something <laughs> like that, and, and then finally we talk about it, or we're fine. I fi- feel
3: like we're still kind to one another, even when we're mad. hmm
2: uh-huh. Yeah.
3: You know? Yeah. You think so?
2: I think so. I mean, I think you're more kind than I am, probably. <laughs> Just because I'm.
3: You think so? Well, I feel like. I feel like you're still kind to me. Like, you don't ever call me out of my name. You never. You know what I mean?
2: Mm-mm. But I get dismissive. I'm
3: yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah. That's another thing. Yeah. just kind of. Better.
2: Yeah. I kind of have the go you know, get over it kind of deal. I'll get over it kind yeah. of deal. And then, and then we actually talk about it.
3: Mm-hmm. Kind of, we put effort into talking. Yes, and I feel like that's why you're like, oh, here we go. Yes, we got it. It's effort. Yes, it takes effort to talk. Yes.
2: So when's the last time I made you real, man? I feel like it's been pretty recent.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we disagreed on a situation, and um, you came around though.
1: I don't even know who it was That's a sample.
3: <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Um, we forgive him. keep going.
2: Mm, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, no, I think an ongoing one now is over a dog. Uh, like uh,
3: I don't think it's like a, a big conflict that you, we both want a dog, but not right now. We have a, we have a lot of transitions coming up this year, and I really don't want having a puppy to be another transition. Having a puppy is like a having a baby. Oh,
2: whoa, whoa. but if we've got one, it's already house trained. <laughs> <laughs>
3: See,
2: I mean, just caveat to everything. I'm just saying that's still the other side of the coin. Devil's okay. advocate, devil's advocate, right?
3: This has been going on for like months, a year, okay. last year.
2: All well, I'm saying is anything is possible. Uh, I think it's my turn though. Um, <laughs> so, uh so what's been uh, your favorite moment with me?
1: Mm. been so many good moments i honestly really love when um i'm trying actually okay i love when we're all
3: together when i say all like you me camille and Emery,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and um this christmas was by far like the best ever we had all of us together and I'm getting emotional, like even thinking about it.
2: No tears. I know. Uh-uh.
3: It was just perfect. Like, oh my God. Like, we have been gifts. We had dinner. We were around family. We were with our little family. Mm-hmm. And it was just all that I could have asked for for that Christmas. So that will be like the best Christmas ever. Good. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. But, um, Second to that would probably be our first vacation together when we went to Charleston this past year.
2: Oh, so long. Yeah, when
3: yeah, no, we finally had our first vacation with just me and you, yeah. okay. we never had a vacation together. Mm-hmm. So that was the
1: best. But I think the best moments are when we're with all of us. Yeah. mhm pretty good. Mm-hmm. Actually, oh, that's
2: all the question.
1: So so is there
2: any questions you really want to ask me that's not on like was there one question you thought about when you looked at the list where you would like this question It's
1: mm-hmm. kind of cool mm-hmm. did, did you have a question
2: mm-hmm.
3: okay because you're
2: looking. I, I was just curious well, I just know you like did your homework <laughs> like you probably sat down no one night doing your general one, saying hmm here's a question I <laughs> would Let's see if you'll enter.
3: Just kidding. No, no, this was fun being, being on on the Renaissance Project. Yeah,
2: this is pretty cool. It's pretty cool.
1: Thanks, Chase.
2: Yeah, Chase, this is fun. We
1: love you. Yeah. (laughs) We did. Was that a wrap? Yay!
0: To Mr. Cody and Miss Stephanie. Thank you for everything you've added to our lives. We so look forward to your special day and everything beyond. Thank you for tuning in to The Renaissance Project, a Black girls movement. Want to join the combo? Contact me via Instagram at P R J C T, or you can email me at therenaissanceprjct at gmail.com. If you feel like to donate, you can do so by sending your funds the dollar sign Chase AC7 on Cash App. It is not required, but definitely encouraged. That's all from me. I hope to see you next Thursday. Until then, be well.